Thank you for joining us today. Our mission at Discover continues to be love God, love people, and impact the world. For more information about us, go to discovercc.org and be sure to follow along with the message news today on YouVersion. So, what did you get for Christmas? <laughs> we like to ask that question. Um, we like to hear the answer to that question. And I was thinking back uh, as a kid, for me, some of you are still children now, what did you get? That was a great question, it is a great question. And some of you would be able to answer with something like this. And again, thinking especially as a child. Uh, got Legos, although those are always good for adults too. A PlayStation, wow, yeah, also for adults, okay. <laughs> a Razor scooter, a big wheel, oh, especially cool for adults. Um, Hot Wheels, a BB-8 droid, Light Bright, Cabbage Patch Kids, a Nintendo DS, an Easy Bake Oven, Air Hockey, Pokemon cards or any number of things, Mattel football, a Rubik's Cube, an iPod, Beanie Babies, a new Bible, Beyblades, a chemistry set, fingerlings. Maybe all you wanted for Christmas was your two front teeth, or a hula hoop, or a Daisy Red Rider BB gun, right? Now, here's another great question. What did you give for Christmas? Maybe it was one of those things on the list we just went through, right? Uh, especially pre-internet when the, you couldn't find the, the Cabbage Patch Kids, right? And everyone was looking for those or, or uh, you know, a Nintendo or a Wii. Remember that when the Wii first came out? Oh my goodness. So, um, you know, you searched everywhere, you found it, and then you were the hero. Uh, I also admire those of you who you are just so good at giving gifts. Like you get to know a person, you ask questions, you find out what they're interested in, and then you spend like the whole year looking for just the right gift to give them. That's a wonderful thing. You know, as we, as we grow, right, we realize it is such a blessing then to give. That's what Jesus said. It's more blessed to give than, than it is to receive. And so um, we want to experience the joy of bringing joy to someone else when we give something to them, right? It's a joy to give someone joy when you give them a gift. Well, this year you have brought joy to a lot of lives. Um, all throughout the whole year, you've been so generous as this church always is. And uh, just recently, through um, your generosity, you have given over 200 gifts to kids at the Christian Children's Home of Ohio and to children and families through our partnership with Columbus Relief. And so thank you so much for that. Um, and as they say, a picture paints a thousand words, right? So here's a picture of just uh, one young guy who was really blessed 
And um, sadly, though this guy right now is without a home, he is not without a smile because of your generosity. Receiving and giving is just a wonderful part of Christmas. It's significant. And receiving and giving is a significant part of our faith. And that takes us back to the very beginning of this series, um, which we're calling again, I'll Be Hope for Christmas. Remember in the first week, we talked about Jesus in the manger, and we started with the story of the shepherds. Take your mind back 2,000 years ago. Shepherds are sitting outside of a small town um, in, called Bethlehem. They're on a hill taking care of their sheep, and an angel shows up and makes an announcement. And after that, a whole host, it says, an army of angels show up and they praise God. But when that angel first appears and says, I have a message for you, the angel says this, there's a savior and he's been born and you will find that savior in a manger wrapped in strips of cloth. So the shepherds hear this message and what do they do with that? Well, let's find out. In Luke chapter 2, starting in verse 15, it says, When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby boy who was lying in the manger. So the, the shepherds, first, they hear the good news about the Savior. Second, they uh, are told how they can find, how they can encounter, how they can meet this Savior. And then third, they follow those directions and actually get to meet the Savior. You know, it's really the same with us today, right? We have heard the message, the good news of the Savior, Jesus. And we have been told through God's Word how we should encounter, how we can encounter, how we can find uh, this Savior. And third, we, we need to then follow those directions, right? And hopefully you have done that. You have received, you have encountered, you've received the gift of Jesus as Lord and Savior. And, you know, that's the best gift you can ever receive. And if you haven't done that, um, we would love to talk with you about what that looks like. You know, you wouldn't keep a Christmas gift around, like receive it and then just not unwrap it, would you? Of course not. You're going to take that gift and, and open it. And so Jesus is offered to you, but you have to receive him. And again, we would love to talk with you about the, what that looks like. Um, and if you're not sure, just contact us. We would love to take you uh, to that place and, and you can have that, um, that satisfaction, that joy, that assurance that Jesus is Savior of your life. So the first thing, again, is to receive that gift of Jesus. But just as we receive gifts when we're children and then later learn that we want to give them, that's what we want to do with our faith. After we receive Jesus, we want to give that same gift, give that gift of Jesus to others. And it's interesting, when you go back in verse 11, um, when, this, when the angel was talking to the shepherds, the angel says, to you, a Savior has been born. And the word there, you, the word you in English is a little bit nebulous, right? It can be singular, you, or it can be plural, you. And the Savior has been born to you is 
singular there in the original language. Now that seems a little odd because an angel, the angel is talking to a group of shepherds, plural, but says you, the Savior is born to you individually. And I think that's because God wants us to understand that the gift of Jesus must be received individually. And after we receive Jesus, then again, we give that gift to others. And if you look back one more verse in verse 10, the angel says this good news, I have good news, and it's for all people. This good news of Jesus is for everyone. And that's where the story continues. After the shepherds meet Jesus, then what do they do? Well, starting in verse 17, it says, When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. So immediately after meeting Jesus, the, the shepherds go and share him with others. They experience the joy of receiving and giving the best gift of all time. shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace there will be no end, to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The best gift you can receive is Jesus. The best gift you can give is Jesus. And so we just encourage you to, to do that. Um, one, one way to give Jesus is what we talked about two weeks ago when we said you can live two by two by two, right? Uh, ask God to give you the names of two neighbors um, and then two ways that you can bless them in some way. Um, do something that, that would be good for their lives. And then ask God to provide two opportunities to talk about Jesus with them. So two by two by two. As a church, today and into 2021, we want to be looking for new ways, new strategies, um, new initiatives that will enable us to share this good news that we have received with those around us. We want to take the good news of Jesus, which is never changing, to the world 
that is ever-changing. And we want to do this all the time, even in a pandemic, even in the cold of winter. <laughs> you know, at Christmas and New Year's, like cold weather and snow, like we're pretty good with that. It's even enjoyable, right? But after a couple of weeks or months, um, many people get tired of the cold in central Ohio, right? So here's a suggestion for you. When it gets cold, don't look at Florida or the Bahamas. Look at like Barrow, Alaska, for example, minus four degrees. That is cold. Or look at Yakutsk, Russia. It's in Siberia. You're not, mis you're not misreading that. It's minus 54 degrees. And in the next 10 days, the low temperature will be minus 59 and the high will be minus 34. That's not cold. That's ridiculous. But we, we, uh, we all have this tendency, right, that we see things only from our own perspective, from our own experience. So we do that with the weather. It's so cold here and we, we don't look at other places very often. Or if we do, we always look at the ones that have it, what we would say better. But when we think about the good news of Jesus, we again do the same thing. We, we look at the good news from our perspective. And we have heard this story so many times. And we feel like everyone has heard this story so many times. But the reality is there are many people in the world who do not know Jesus, who do not know who he is, who have not heard the good news. You know, some of those people live near us, but as you can see with this map, many people do not. Oswald Smith said, we talk about the second coming of Jesus when half the world has never heard of the first. Do we think everyone deserves to hear the good news about Jesus? And if we do, are we willing to do what it takes to help them hear that good news? We have the privilege of sharing Jesus with those who don't know him, whether they live across the world or across the street. The shepherds and, and others who met Jesus 2,000 years ago, they told someone else, and those people told someone, and those people told someone, and on and on and on for generations, for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, until the message, the good news, came to you. And now, it's your turn. It's my turn. It's our turn. So, let us begin starting today. The true message of Christmas, the good news of Jesus, will either stop with you or it will be carried on, passed on to others through you. Remember, it's a joy to give something that brings joy to others. So let's be hope at Christmas in 2021 and beyond. And let's take Jesus to the world.